Was it like, was there like an anniversary or something? Because I feel yes. like I saw the video everywhere. I was like, this video yes. was epic for me growing up. Like, the car scene, mm-hmm. Ludacris's verse. Yes. Underappreciated. The, the outfits. The orange. I was looking for that orange and blue hoodie crop top yeah. for like years. No, she's not even cute, but she made it look really cute. Really? Like, really it's cute. really ugly. <laughs> it's not cute. You're listening to 168. A podcast about everything that went down in the past 168 hours. It's a weekly segment show about two black girls who are finally back from their hiatus. We're back and we're better. And ready to kick off spooky season the right way. Boo, bitch. We got London on the track. Let's get personal, personal. This week on Let's Get Personal. Oh, it's so fun. I don't know. But let's get personal question this week is how was your wedding? Even though we've already We were there and we've talked about it. But yes, it was it was every single thing i wanted it to be like i know i've been stressing about it and shit and like little details and like my mom's been driving me crazy but everything that went wrong was like so minimal compared to how great everything went like my bridal party i keep calling it a bridal party with a wedding party got along <laughs> we like, so well bridesmaids like, too we were basically a party by ourselves and then like everyone who came i got to actually kind of talk to it didn't feel like a whirlwind it felt like every moment was so important and special and like i fucking rocked my vows um, yes you fucking I was killed it about that. you killed it you took a deep breath i was like yes bitch yeah i i, I didn't ugly cry like the whole time so win 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 like it was great i didn't trip no one tripped okay my veil almost came off twice but yeah. but it's, it was such a beautiful veil that i was like it does it wanted its own attention it i just clearly keep wanted about, its own attention <laughs> i just keep thinking about when you first put it on and it was like it's sparkly and beautiful <laughs> sparkling oh, yeah. yeah it was everything i imagined that it would be and the decorations were so pretty i like got up to the table and i looked around and i saw the decorations like my auntie did and I was like, wow, this is exactly what I wanted it to be. I was like, almost, almost in tears again. <laughs> and marrying my husband was cool, too. Yeah. Your husband. My husband. OMG. Yeah, that's my nigga, man. Uh, any other standout events? I mean, we just danced all night and got really drunk. And like the whole like the whole weekend we were partying. So that yeah, was basically like so the whole too. weekend was really fun. It escalated so quickly. It did. I just remember getting it your did. melon margarita, which was great. And then Thank I you. remember like talking to the the waiter dude and he was like, Do you guys want another? And I was like, oh, Of course. And, and they Gabby were delivering being like, them I don't times. really need another. I was like, Yes, Gabby, you need another one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just yes, going peer pressure, like, my sister. intense. It was it was great. It was really, really great. 
And I remember at one point, like, everybody being like, the party's almost over. And I'm like, I don't have any of my things. And I left my glasses there. That's how you know it's a good party when I leave my glasses. I know. I should have packed my own bag because y'all bitches went in the room and didn't got, like, Ooh, half my nothing. thing. <laughs> 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 I was leaving for Bali, like, damn. <laughs> and then, like, after the wedding, so we stayed up and kind of, like, partied at the hotel, right? After party at the country and suites. And, um... Things got lit. Things got lit, and I lost my phone, <laughs> and my phone ended up in a tux jacket. So, like, the next morning, oh. I'm leaving for Bali. Did I tell you that? No, I didn't. I was leaving I knew for Bali, awesome. and I didn't have a freaking phone for, like, up until maybe half an hour before the limo came. I <laughs> know. Who ended up having it? It ended up being in Arthur's tux pocket that he left in Rick's room. Damn. <laughs> He was like, we can just leave for Bali without a phone. You know, when you I tell you, I was so pissed. I was like, I'm not going out of the country without my cell phone. I saw that text this morning. Like, ladies, look in your bags. See, Lo doesn't have her phone. I was like, <laughs> everyone, everyone gets too like sick of me because I never have my phone. It's like my, if I was an action figure, it would be like, have y'all seen my phone? <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember like seeing you with it at a very later point in the night and being really, really proud. At the hotel, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I remember seeing you with it and being like, wow, you still have it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I did pretty good for myself. I will say that. Everyone looked phenomenal. I'm so happy with all the gifts that we got. I have to write thank you letters. But if you're listening to this, thank you, God. <laughs> Y'all were all great. Everyone looked like they were having a great time. And I had a great time. So, Best yeah. wedding ever. Best wedding of my whole life so far. And the honeymoon? I the honeymoon. Like- Bali is so great. Oh, go to Bali. If you have the time to like spend a couple weeks or like 10 days or something, go because the food is cheap. Everyone there is like has a major in tourism or like went to school for tourism damn near. So they're really? all like very, very accommodating. Yeah. Yeah. So we stayed in Airbnbs the whole time. So it was very kind of similar to an Airbnb experience here. Like you have all the amenities you need and like they set you up real nice and like they call your taxis for you. They like make your dinner reservations for you. It was very like we didn't have to do anything. We had masseuses come and massage us at our Airbnbs, bitch. Yes. And it's like $25 for like a 60-minute massage. Me. You know I love massage Girl, stories. Girl, you gotta go because they love giving massages in Bali. And um, yeah, the wildlife was like, I had just the right amount of adventure. I don't fuck with monkeys, and I really thought that I did. Um, but they're monkeys just are just aggressive. far too gangster for me. Like, in, in the wild, like, they're not like regular like nice raccoons and um yeah like squirrels and shit like no they're too smart like they will run up on you and take your shit like they took our breakfast (laughs) (laughs) i left my phone where the breakfast was because i ran away like i made eye contact with this monkey i'm sitting on the outside veranda like in this campsite that we stayed at on the beach and it made eye contact with me and i just left my phone and my food and i just ran like you can have everything (laughs) please don't hurt me (laughs) I love it. They tried to warn us, but oh, yeah, indeed. Bali was the tits. Had a great time. Um, I'm happy to be back and kicking off this new chapter in my life.
know you've seen it. I know you've seen it. I know you've seen it. I seen it. Like any, many, mighty, more. Hey, How hey, many hey, shows we hey, want to watch? We hey, on a roll. Hey. <laughs> this week on I Know You've Seen It, I got jazzed to watch a show. You act Woo! like I resist uh, so much. <laughs> I like saw your recommendation and then you I was resist. I opened it a few times before I actually for real real started. And then I like actually started. It's a- I think it's a, a growing trust thing though because it used to be more difficult and now it's a little bit easier because I, I only recommend lie. things to you that I feel like you may have a chance of watching. That's true. Gotten better about That's that. That's true. And I'm trying to open, you know, my horizons. I can't just keep watching high school dramas. The older I get, the creepier it gets. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to <laughs> level up in the game. I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, we're talking about The Politician, which is a high school drama. I know, but I was like, <laughs> I love it! It's great! <laughs> it's great. It's new on Netflix, and it's um, pr- produced by Ryan Murphy and company, mm-hmm. and um, it's about this high school student who's really, really rich, who is running for class president, and it's basically like a model of what would be like a presidential campaign, but for high school students. Yes. And it's like really kind of dram- It gives me like... Heathers, yeah, like it's like American Horror Story meets like a House little bit of scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that they talk really quickly, crazy shit happens at the end. Lots of scheming. Very in- Peyton is very intense. Yeah, um, and, and you never. I, yes, you never really know what's gonna happen. I really love tightly wound characters, and what really hit. <laughs> <laughs> what really hit for me was when he was like. Oh, like he likes to read a lot of biographies of like major leaders mm-hmm. because he likes to like mimic their leadership style and I do the that's exact totally same thing. Yeah, he's definitely a Virgo. I was like, oh my God, that's what I do. <laughs> so. Yeah. And he's trying to get into an Ivy League school. I thought you could relate. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But I would totally just take the bribe and pay for a building. But nonetheless. Yeah, he's a little righteous, but... Um, he has too many values for me, but (laughs) (laughs) he's actually at the end of the day supposed to be a good person, but he's kind of like a psychopathic, like go getter type of like personality type. But at the end of the day, he wants to do good things ish. It reminded me a lot of my campaign for running for vice president at IMSA. Of course it did. Yeah. Cause I got, that got heated. That was dramatic. It was just, well, it didn't get heated for me cause I ran unopposed eventually, but eventually is the key word. But when Quadis ran, he was running against someone, and I remember him being like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yes. Monster. And the ending led into the next season. I think each season is supposed to be him running for a different um, position. So now oh, it's school, and then next it will be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, they just set it up for the next Ooh, season, which is cool. So it's like cliffhanger-y. Yes. I appreciate that. I love it. Um, and then what's next? Oh, oh, yeah. Married to Medicine is back. Season seven. Still waiting for you to jump on the Married to Medicine train because I think you would really, really enjoy it. I'm coming. I'm coming. But Jocelyn Hernandez made an appearance on Married to Medicine and every Twitter was like, what the fuck? But they're trying to. What is that? <laughs> Where does it connect? They're trying to introduce a friend to the show, which she's been there like in the background, but the cameras have never paid her any attention. But I think now she's starting to like. Not get her peach, because obviously it's not a housewife franchise, but they're paying attention to her now, but she's apparently really, really rich and affluent in the Atlanta like social scene. Her name is Buffy, and Jocelyn is her client. I think that she's a lawyer. 
Mm. And her husband does something else like really big, but she threw like a a thrifty themed party. Like you can't wear your whole outfit has to be under five hundred dollars. That's thrifty. Yes. So all oh, the women bitch. had to this add up. So they brought their receipts. <laughs> they came in at like four ninety two eighty eight. I was like, bitch, or like some of them took it seriously and were wearing like really cheap dresses, but they were like, I hope this cheap shit doesn't like rip. So How it was rich. Great. Okay, we go ahead. But Jocelyn was there. You could wear for two hundred dollars, bitch. What type of outfit? I was like, I just want a Fenty jacket, and it's not even that much. Lots of other good things, but yeah, no. uh, Jocelyn was there and basically came in guns blazing and gave us the the TV that we wanted. So I have this clip here. She did look thrifty, but she can't dress. But we all know that she can't dress. We just don't say it out loud because we've grown to love Toya over the years and know that she just doesn't make sense sometimes. And she can't dress no matter how much money her and her husband make. Isn't that the saddest thing? Yeah. Like, that's one of the more sad things in this world when people get a whole bunch of money and still be wearing Forever 21 wrap tops and high-waisted Zara jeans. Like, I know I am not a style go-getter. That's why I will hire a stylist to put together looks for me. Or I'll just buy off the mannequin. I'm surprised you don't already send me shit like just get this when I send you things you don't fully you'd be like okay when's the last time you sent me something okay I'll send you more things if Mm -hmm. you want I got a not shot for myself I've been trying to refrain but I love Jocelyn Jocelyn crazy as hell but at her core she's a good person where are you because you're looking real thrifty tonight I am Anything else that you've seen? Oh, the Joker. Yeah, I went to go see the Joker on Thursday because my um, husband dragged me. And <laughs> I would have gone to see it anyway. I just already seen the kind of the negative press about it. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I even want to see this like really sad clown white man movie. But yeah. um, it was... So people are complaining that it was boring, but like I kind of get that. I felt like they were going for like an Oscar movie and like just to have him have this really like dramatic acting performance. Because Joaquin Phoenix was fucking crazy. Like I believed he was the Joker and that he had a mental illness and that he was like, because it was creepy. Like just his yeah. movements and like he looked like a starved wolf the whole movie. I was like, yeah. This is really good. He's definitely going to get the Oscar for it. Um, And the movie was not as problematic as people were trying to make it out to be. I read a few articles about, like, them framing black women as the cause of his um, mental break. And there there were a lot of black women in the film, but that's not how it played out. Everybody was the cause of his mental break, and he was already crazy before, and they definitely make that very, very clear that he's, like, totally nuts. Um, (laughs) And that, like... He is a loner and his message is clear that he like doesn't really like like anybody and he's never been happy. But that's because like other things happen. So mm. it's a pretty long movie. If you're into uh, like Oscar movies. How long is long? It's like two and a half hours probably. I don't understand what the appeal is of going over two hours at a movie theater. Like I'm out of Milk Duds. I'm out <laughs> of popcorn. I made my beer last the whole movie. <laughs> I was like, let me just sip this real slow because... I know this is about to be the long haul. I think people just made movies longer because the movies are expensive and people don't want to go for an hour and a half. That's true. Fair. That's my theory. But That's fair. 
Yeah, I'd recommend you go see it. I mean, you don't have to see it in theaters, but it's definitely a movie that I think everyone should watch. I definitely have was... to concede now that it's October and, you know, I don't like scary movies, but I can't keep like being like, so we're seeing a romantic comedy in October. So yeah, this is a good one to concede yeah. to. It's not very scary. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not going to go see it or it too. Both bad. What? I saw it too already. Really? Not good. Wow. Bad like the first one. Just kind of like corny. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. Don't see it. So yeah, we're going to watch a few some more scary movies. It's spooky season, bitch. It's time. It's time. Right. Or at least Halloween Town. I know. Watch yeah. Twitches. Yes. And uh, Beetlejuice and Don't Look Under the Bed. Yes. Okay. I can watch all like the boring, fun um, Halloween movies with you. Yeah. yeah 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 and i think that's all for i know you seen i know you seen it i know you seen <laughs> it i know you seen it hold hold it listen america the booty hole hey this week on america the dumpster fire America the shithole. Um, we are discussing Trump's potential impeachment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so long story short, I've been a little bit more plugged in since people have been talking impeachment because I was like, mm, plugging out a little bit until y'all talking about some shit that I care about. And the story generally is that the president got on a call with the Ukrainian president and um, tried to pressure him into investigating Joe Biden's charity foundation that was doing some sketchy shit in the Ukraine. Or his son was doing some sketchy shit in the Ukraine. And so he was like pressuring him to open up an investigation against him oh. to tarnish his image for the 2020 election. So I never double clicked into this. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like it was really, really random for Trump to be like, yo, Ukraine. Mm, yeah. Jumpstart this investigation. But it's because his son was doing some shady, quote unquote, shit in Ukraine. Yes. With their through, the, through the nonprofit. Gotcha. Yeah. That's the general gist. Um, and this phone call, the transcripts of the phone call were like, made highly classified and you could only share them through like a printout that was approved by like several people and you know it was like top secret um then this whistleblower came forward apparently this whistleblower is someone from the cia who was hired as detail on the white house um who brought this to congress and then they opened up an impeachment inquiry um big facts on this so we have Trump finally kind of on tape saying something highly incriminating. Although, you know, impeachable offenses, we have tons. But this is like, you know, very like you really can't get around this. He's trying to interfere with the 2020 election the same way he did with the 2016 election. Um, people are talking about how if Trump gets impeached, then we have to have Mr. Pence as president, which is um, also equally awful, if not worse. Um, but they're also investigating him as well because he apparently was briefed on everything the following day or like would have been briefed on the phone call. So he would have known about the phone call. Um, and that would also make him impeachable. And if he's impeached, who's president? Wait, why does it, why does it matter that he would have, like he did the phone call? 
so they're briefing him on a phone call yeah they brief him on everything that trump did basically with foreign people and they every morning he gets a briefing about what's happened so the phone call even though highly confidential would likely be part of that brief or someone said that it was part of the brief i think that like confirmed it so that he knew about it and so he didn't he can't come even forward. Deny that it's he already right. denied it, but you know they have to confirm that and like make sure it's all legit. Um, but he's also at risk of of being impeached as well, and then Nancy Pelosi would become president, which is why people have been like tweeting President Pelosi. Oh yeah. wait, that's how that works. If the president and VP get knocked out, then it... it's the Speaker of the House. Yeah, big. I know. I know. I never knew that. Yeah. That's like in a magical, perfect world. <laughs> but, I mean, we'll see. Who even knows if he's going to get impeached? I think that they think it'll be more successful because um, the House is on board for it, obviously, because it's mostly Democratic. And in the Senate, um, many of the Republicans were just reelected, so they don't have to be reelected in 2020. Oh. So if they have any type of conscious or like... Um, Where they want to stand in terms of history. Yeah, now <laughs> would be the time to go against the president before like that wasn't going to be an option because of the, tri- the president's base or whatever. So yeah, now is the time. Um, Trump is openly admitting it and saying that he he was like on the White House alone. Like, yeah, I did it. And I think everyone should investigate the Bidens. I think China should investigate the Bidens too. Damn. He was like doubling, tripling down on it. So he's such a fucking idiot. Oh my God. But he finally seems to be a little bit shaken by something. Um, yeah, so that's good news. In other news in America... Um, the trial of Amber Geiger came to an end. As many of you know, she was convicted for shooting Botham Jean in his apartment when she accidentally walked into the wrong apartment. Um, she was a police officer. Allegedly accidentally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> allegedly accidentally shot him in his own apartment. Um, the sentence also came down. She was sentenced to 10 years, uh, which at first I was like, so at first I was kind of like, okay, 10 years for kind of manslaughter, second degree murder. Like she was convicted of murder, but if you even think about the, um, I can't even talk right now, y'all, I'm sorry. If you think about the elements of murder, like it's premeditation. Mm. So if you think that it was premeditated, I'm I'm not as familiar with the facts of the case, but like from my basic gist of it, I don't think that she sat the night before or an hour before, a couple minutes before and decided she was going to shoot him. I think that she just saw him and had like a disregard for like thinking about the situation like most police officers do and just shot him because he was black. And, you know, that's my reflex. I'm just going to shoot you because you're black and I don't really give a fuck. And I'm racist, which was proven through her text messages. You saw that? They wrote on her text message. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her Pinterest post. I was like, damn, I need to clean my Pinterest. (laughs) (laughs) Get some some racist old posts on your Pinterest. No. (laughs) Uh, No, it's just like a lot of like Chanel perfume and like things I want for Christmas. But still, I'm like, (laughs) damn, they can use my Pinterest against can They can use anything against you. Don't be fooled. If you were ever sued or or arrested for something, your text messages, your Facebook messages, all that shit is fair game. Damn. Oh, question for you. Who sentences it? Is it the judge that sentenced it? Or is it like the jury that gave her 10 years? The jury, I think, sentenced her. Oh. Mm, I think so in this case. But it cha- it can change. Like, yeah. It's not like... I'm used to the judge sentencing. Um, sentencing the defendant, however... 
for some reason i think the jury sentenced her in this case 10 years man at first i was like okay 10 years because i'm all, I'm also kind of a prison abolitionist in a way like i don't think it should be abolished but i feel like we give too harsh of sentences for things like and when we think about 10 years like that should be a very dramatic sentence you know what i'm saying or it should be like more dramatic than it actually is in real life mm-hmm. the why we don't think it's dramatic is because we send people to jail for 20 years for like heroin and like stupid things and like people are spending i mean 10 years is now i mean probably what like for on good behavior five years yeah she's got five years of her probation which she shouldn't it's fucking murder she should have to spend all 10 years in jail that's ridiculous like in illinois i'm pretty sure if you're convicted of murder you you do all that time oh really yeah you may be up for probation but like you're set to do all that time like uh, what five years okay that's ridiculous but my point is like we send these people too harshly in general and like if this were to happen on the other foot a black man shooting a white woman in her apartment (laughs) On we accident, would not be sitting even, like, there. We would not be hugging each other in the courtroom. No, no. The bailiff would not be brushing his hair or putting a do rag on. None of the above. What? Well, you know how the bailiff like fixed her hair after she got sentenced. No, I saw that picture too. Yeah, it was like a black. Um, oh my! A black bailiff. God. It was like three pictures, like one of like the brother hugging her, and one of the judge hugging her, and then one of the bailiff like fixing her hair. I was like. Just let her rot. Let her rot in prison. That brings me to my next point. So now I do think she should have gotten more time. Like, I mean, five years, that is so fucking ridiculous. That's like nothing. She's going to go to an all-women's prison and, like, get out in no time, live her entire life, like, and still probably be racist. Let's be real. Um, Yeah, those MLK text messages. Just the, the, like, casual racism. Like... (laughs) And then the black uh, police officer, like the woman police officer that was testifying that she's like a great person and she's so fucking sweet. I was like, after I would have heard that she said that black police officers don't work as hard. Hello. And you're on the. uh, She's talking about you, bitch. She's talking. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that brings me to my next point, which is what was the bigger talking point. Um, all the forgiveness that happened surrounding the sentencing from Botham's little 18-year-old brother who, like, asked the judge if he could get up and hug her because he forgave her for what she did. And then his father for saying, oh, I hope that one day we can be friends and I forgive you and I hope you find Christ and I hope you blah, blah, blah. Sorry. And then the judge getting off of her bench to hug a defendant and give her a Bible? She gave her a Bible? Yes. I didn't know that. That's weird. And the bailiff fixing your hair. I'm just like, people are like, oh, everyone grieves in their own way, which I totally understand. But you have to think about this in a bigger context. Like this case is not only affecting you personally and your family and your brother and and this personal, this specific police department. This case is going to go down in history forever. And like every other situation where black people are harmed and like, murdered and raped it's like this is a time that we have to stand and say this will not be forgiven just because you've cried just because you said you felt bad just because because it's not just that white person it's his overall systematic problem so every time a white person sees you say you know what not that serious you'll be forgiven god forgives you i forgive you that next person says you know what i have a little bit more leeway to get away with this bullshit right or like I'm and got in trouble for this. You know what? I don't think it's that big of a deal because I feel like 
And we're always forgiving people that don't deserve that forgiveness, especially on a public platform. You can do that shit at any time. Go visit her ass in jail. No one has to know about that shit. Exactly. Exactly. And the only reason why that white people can't say anything about this case, he's an esteemed accountant. He was a preacher. They might have found a little bit of weed in his apartment and we shut that shit down quickly because I'm like, someone just got murdered. (laughs) We're not about to do this. And his family came from a great family. Like, there are so many factors that worked in our favor to where we could have really written this out and been like, this is a step in the right direction. Because even reading, you know, the comments on, like, CBS or ABC News, like, you still see white people that are like, she shouldn't have gotten convicted. Like, this is outrageous. And black people, like, lighting them up in the comments, like, you don't understand. And then what do we look like when the whole family is forgiving them? I don't know. Like, what if she wasn't convicted? She's, like, a step away. Like you said, he's the perfect victim in this situation. This is the perfect scenario. This is, like, you... If she was outside of the apartment, if, like, anything else, like, a slight differentiation had happened in this case, then she would not have gotten convicted. Would you still be saying it's okay? Would you still be forgiving her? Would you feel the same way? Because it happens over and over again in other cases. Where nothing happens. A judge... We had so much hope. I saw that tweet of her, like, and everybody was like, it's like, she's so ready to announce this guilty sentencing. Oh, my God. I was like, yes, this bitch is on our side. And then I saw people saying that she should recuse herself because she is black and maybe she's biased. And I was like, nah, she's biased. She's doing the right things. I had a feeling when she let them use the castle doctrine that this was going the wrong way. Some people said that was like a strategy thing. You don't think that was a strategy thing? A strategy thing how? Like so they can't use it to appeal it later in her defense? Um, Maybe, but I just don't know how that would fly on appeal. Like, I feel like, well, maybe in Texas. I don't know who the appellate judges are, honestly. But like, it didn't, it was like... On appeal, everything gets harder. So um. letting this in, she was like, it's already like a fine line. Like, it's probably not applicable to this situation because the bitch was not in her house. <laughs> so it's already a stretch to give her the defense that she was in her house and she got scared. So she shot him because it's not her house. So to do it on appeal, it takes an extra like, it's a bigger step to make. Like the judge made a grave error by doing that. Like it wouldn't be a grave error because it's like fine line type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There's no way they could be like the judge was definitely wrong for doing that. Oh. Unless they're like racist and it's sexist and it's that's like, totally possible as well. But yeah. Disappointments all around. Yeah. But at least very, she was found guilty because I was really ready to like flip my desk over if she wasn't found guilty. I was already like numb to it. Like it's I mean, who knows what's going to happen. She's probably going to go free. Like, I just really wasn't expecting much out of it. So I was happy she was convicted. And then I was not happy she got 10 years. And then I was, like, not happy about the judge. So it was a very hot and cold case. But I think it... <laughs> it really put us through the motion. It put us, it put us through the ringer this week. Um, but mostly... Mostly a win, I would say. Overall. Overall. We still count this as a win. We got OJ and we got Amber Geiger. Also, the jury was half black. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> In Texas? <laughs> In Dallas? Yeah. Okay. I'm done. I'm just... Yeah. I'm done. Okay. What's next? And that's all we had for America. The Is it a booty hole or dumpster fire? Uh, uh, something else this week. Um, actually, we can do America on the rise. Oh, okay. Hope. Little, All right, little, be the change you want to see in 2020. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
off on Okay, bitch. I'm ready. As of the week of September 30th to October 4th, now 5th, did you kill that week, bitch? I think I did. Wow. The crowd goes wild. Okay, <laughs> um, I love the beginning of October. That was one thing that really like set me up for a positive week. I know it's the end of summer, but there's something so magical about October. And like a lot of my favorite childhood content memories are from spooky season. So I've really been like enjoying watching the little clips on Twitter of like old Disney specials. And I started watching The Haunting of Hill House again. And that's a series. On Netflix. Oh. You wouldn't like it. It's actually really scary. Thank you. To me. Um, <laughs> so that put me in like a good vibe. Started wearing sweaters and shit. You know, I'm feeling it. Um, and then I got a new office at work. Because we're like moving stuff around. Um, and I have like comfy chairs and like it's warm in there. Like constantly, consistently warm. Wow. I love it. I love it. Wow. I hate cold ass offices. I don't understand why we have to suffer in like Arctic frigid workspaces where i'm like typing and my hands are like freezing freezing up yeah so that's been great i've been enjoying it It has huge windows i love light setting me up for like a positive cold season um settling in after the wedding things are starting to feel kind of more normal like i'm meal prepping again working out again kind of meal prepping slight on the meal prepping more on the working out working out is more important than meal prepping i think so sometimes and then um i've been staying up really late though that's been like my (laughs) problem after i got over the jet lag i was like oh staying up late really isn't that bad so i've been staying up late and like doing work and and um arthur's been staying up too because he's writing so i've just been like real sleepy every day but i'm gonna try to get on a more normal waking up early schedule because i think waking up early is for bad bitches it is, but it's hard. It's real hard. It's really hard. I gotta ask Brittany how she does it, because she'd be up at like four in the morning working I'm out. like, bitch, <laughs> I can't do I this. Don't, I don't know. Maybe I need dogs. Maybe that helps. Like, ooh. I gotta take them out. You're up too. We'll all be up together. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it's been like a, a pretty positive week. I felt like the news was kind of like enjoyable. I had fun like keeping up with stuff and um, yeah, nice. living my life like it's golden. Like it's golden, golden, like, like it's golden, like it's golden, golden. like it's golden, golden. golden. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I would say mm, the jury could go both ways. So I, in the past week, well, not this week, but last week, I took bagels and coffee to work. I went to Panera. I spent fifty dollars. I bought like 48 bagels and five cream cheese spreads and a big ass carafe of hazelnut coffee um, because I realized I reached a rut at work where I was going to work every day and I did not care about what the fuck I was doing. I did not care to see anybody. I felt like very uninspired about the work that I was doing every day and like realize nobody dislikes bagels and everything that i'm doing currently is not all the choices that i'm making now are not yielding the results that i want what i want to be is positive so why can't i bring positivity to work and i never 
thought of myself as that person to be like, hey, tea, my brown and bagels. But, you know, I felt like it was a really good... Um, it's a good idea. Change from the norm. And yeah, I was bribing people. Like, now that you're at my desk, bitch. Where are your... Uh, <laughs> right, like, give me my shit, please. Like, I've been scheduling you meetings with you. You want a bagel? Ooh. Right. Ooh. Um, Too slow. <laughs> and, you know, like I've mentioned before, I work with, like, a, an obscene, like, a very large amount of, like, middle-aged Indian men. So I feel like I got a lot of, like, random respect. Even still to this week, it's been two and a half weeks later, and people are still like, where are the bagels? I'm like, I have nothing for you. But <laughs> we take turns bringing in bagels then, sir. Yes. But I feel like I was on a really good positivity kick. I've been meditating in the morning. I've been doing my affirmations in the morning to just try to like set myself up to have a good day because I've been waking up every day like I fucking hate this place. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've enjoyed recharging and resetting post all of the wedding festivities. However, I feel like I've been going like I've been treating myself a little too much. Like I can't treat myself at every single store I go into. Like, I can't go yeah. to somewhere like treat myself and, and then i start going down that road it's like a snowball effect i know like it i get paid again it's really bad yeah um i haven't been to work out i haven't started courtney's workout plan but i know i should because i don't want to be fat for our, our ship trip either and i have been meal prepping i did like a fruit a fruit meal prep at the beginning of the week last week which was a real hit mm-hmm. yeah um like bag them up and stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah, that always helps. did a lot of salads this week so that was good um and then i reset my budget just because i felt like you know when you just re- like avoid your bank account for a little while and then you're like mm, a new month is starting and i don't really know what all is about to happen i don't really want to but i reset my budget and it was a lot less scary than i thought it would be so good. i felt really good about that yeah. just for like the rest of the year um and i finally like stood up to my boss and i'm ready to go in on monday and knock if i'm fucking bug because that nigga is crazy <laughs> so fuck you nigga i'm it's fucking war and i'm about to really apply myself to really write out all of this evidence and tell him he's a combative asshole who really like does not value mental health or work-life balance and I'm ready to like really stick up for myself. I'm not about to be cut off. I'm not about to be talked down to. I'm not about to be told I'm you crazy. Do it, I'm not girl. about to be laughed at. I'm about to be like, bitch, I'm out of here next month. Fuck with me if you want to. I've already talked to the practice lead. I'm fucking out. Stand your ground. So I'm I'm really excited about that. So everybody can stop seeing all my passive aggressive tweets about my job. They've been funny though. I've been enjoying them. About my job because it's really know you're suffering. So I don't want you to suffer anymore like this. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been bad. Cuss his ass out. Yeah, it's the end of the year. Like I just want to end on like a good note. I don't want to be driving out to Northbrook anymore. It's time, so send up a prayer. It's snowy too, girl. You can't be doing that drive. Exactly. So send up a prayer for me um, as I go into work on Monday. By the time that you're listening to this, I'm already in the office setting up this meeting, about to fucking light his ass up. Yeah, send her a message so she can feel supported. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is not her on Saturday, so we'll see. I know, right? I was like, after a beer on Saturday, like, I'm ready to knock if you're buck. And then on Monday, I'm about to like have my Starbucks like, so can I talk to you for Just for like a minute? Yeah, Yeah, no? Okay, I'll talk. We'll talk later. later. (laughs) 4.30 is good. Cool. And then I got to like stay brave all day. Yeah. I believe in you. We're going to kill this next week. Oh, well, that's what you have to do to kill the week next week, basically. Anything um, else? Well, also, in our last episode, we said, like, you know how, well, not our last episode, but a few episodes back, how I was like, October 1st, 
finances Mm -hmm. yes you owe me dinner bitch (laughs) (laughs) i was like i want my life i feel like my life will be a lot more balanced and it'll be like not perfect we gotta run back the exact verbiage i will because i definitely i'm happy to buy Mm -hmm. you dinner i don't even care Mm -hmm. what do you want taco bell bitch (laughs) (laughs) we're going to sushi we're having skewers Uh, okay i like sushi we can do that yeah anything else you have to do for next week no okay so for me next week um i have to decide if i'm gonna cut my hair i've been throwing it around um i just feel like if i do my hair (laughs) i've been putting off doing my hair for real i'm like i have to buy new hair products i'm like should (laughs) i buy new hair products or should i just cut all this fucking shit off um and buy a wig Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. So or I'm like, I'm probably gonna make that hair decision next week. Buy a wig, and you don't have to cut your hair. And just buy like a short wig that you wear every day. But you're like, I just don't want the hair on, the, on my head. I just don't think I want it right now. Damn. That's Maybe weird. I have to spruce it up to love it again. But right now, I'm like, I don't even. I don't, even like, I don't want to work with this. Nope. That's fair. Yeah. And then next week. Well, basically just kind of like getting the party together and I have hella work shit to do, like hella shit, like lots of things. I have like a brief due and I have a dep at the end of the month and I've got like just just things piling up that are more long term projects. So I'm probably gonna have to spend a little bit more time staying late at work, which is actually cool because if I front load this week, then the rest of the month I'll be like really solid, very solid. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Um and yeah i think that's it yay let's go kill the week bitch kill the week bitch kill the week bitch so this has been a great episode yeah i'm so glad to be back i feel like it's like riding a fucking bike yes and we're back here killing the week great warm-up we wanted to talk a little bit about our very first real life event it in event it's happening october 25th friday friday night eight o'clock and the tickets are in our link in our bio on our instagram and in our twitter basically our link tree um and we want to kind of explain like what the murder mystery will encompass and like what it's all about yes so after you sign up well when you go to the ticket page, you'll have two options. We have very important participants, aka VIPs, um, and we have spectators. So VIPs are people that are assigned characters in the murder mystery game. Um, you'll receive like a character packet that basically has costume ideas, personality traits, and like things you need to know before you come to the party. And if you're a nigga, then obviously you may not read it, so you'll get that again at the party just in case. Yes. Um, and then we have spectators. Um, which are people that basically if you want to see the party and you just aren't sure like if this is a vibe for you but you still want free liquor then you can come and pay to support yeah so we were like looking for a venue we've been wanting to do this event for 10 months so long um we just really didn't know how to orchestrate it because murder mysteries are usually a more casual thing um and we were looking for a venue that could be intimate and like we couldn't find shit like we were like banging our heads up against the wall <laughs> trying to find somewhere to be in chicago that was like perfect for this and we finally found the perfect venue it's a loft it's like very like upscale upscale modern, modern homey like it's got everything that we need um and can 
we can have up to like 50 people mm-hmm. which is perfect because we don't want everyone to be able to pay attention to the game and like watch and stuff um so we're really excited we're gonna have drinks and maybe a little bit of food um heavy hors d'oeuvres heavy hors d'oeuvres you know what i'm saying like sliders and little like crazy hot pockets and, and skewers like toward what are your favorite uh-huh. little things you put in the taquitos? Yes, we can have taquitos. Yeah, we'll have taquitos. <laughs> I will definitely have <laughs> taquitos. Taquitos. Yeah, and it's not like a very, it's not like something you have to prep for. It really is like, you know, if you've ever done a, mur- a murder mystery, you can just get your packet on the spot and kind of like see what your personality traits are supposed to be. And like, you don't have to be an actor. You don't have to be, it's, you know, it's really just to have fun and play like a game. If you ever played like Mafia, yeah. Or something like that. It's kind of like that, except you want people to have a chance to get a real costume together since it is Halloween weekend. Yes. Um, so the game is split up into like two to three acts. You'll have an intro um, where we'll set the scene and we'll explain the rules of the game and we'll take questions as well. Um, another act where you have to find the clues after you see who's murdered. Um, and then finally, you'll be like interrogated by the detective. Um, Who will be Arthur? <laughs> perfect for him too it is um (laughs) where you you uh answer questions um and basically it's like the questions that like you'll answer based on the information that's given to you because you already have yeah you already have the answer yes right and then given everything after all the evidence is presented to you then you'll submit your ballot for who you think it was what murder weapon they used and um we'll Why hand they out did it. yes and we'll hand out prizes for like best costumes and for people who guessed the killer yes. correctly um and we're just real excited y'all and did we mention there's free liquor so <laughs> <laughs> come out and support and we'd love to see your faces we're really excited tickets go up again this friday october 11th so don't tweak because i set limits for each of these tickets because we actually like want to provide a quality experience yeah and already half the participant tickets are gone so if you want to participate like you kind of have to get them a little bit earlier than later so go ahead and do that yeah i'm very surprised at the amount of people that have like put their money where their mouth is for our support and we like definitely greatly appreciate it but yeah this shit is about to be sold out soon (laughs) but yeah so tune in and um we hope to see you guys there yes and again you can find tickets in our link tree which is in our bio and on eventbrite if you just search for 168 you will find us there as well yeah yeah i guess and same old stuff um follow us on instagram and twitter at 168 podcast um sorry and at twitter at 168 pod um and uh we'll see you guys next week Who shot you?